The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. This is Nathan. Welcome back to the Accountability Corner. Happy Tuesday. I hope all of you got a great start to your week yesterday. I actually meant to record this on Monday, but um, some stuff happened at home, so I just pretty much had to take the day off. Um, So we're getting it out a little late. I do apologize, but that's all right. Um, So today, we're going to talk about a couple things here. We're going to talk about different points of life what that means to people, and how to respect that. And we're also going to talk about something that I feel like people tend to ignore, which is the uh, ecosystem of a conversation. Like there, there's this, I I guess you could say there is a, a, a focus, a primary focus on what to say and how to say it, but where and when is uh, something that's often overlooked. And so we're going to talk about both of these things today. So the first thing we're going to talk about are different points of life. So what does that mean? And so a point of life is uh, pretty much it's, you know, it's not just what you're doing or how you're doing it or anything like that. It It's really more goal oriented like that. It's based on what are you working towards. That's the point of life that you are at. Um, You get people, they're at a point of life where they're not really so much building for the future. They're just, you know, they're just, uh, they're having a great time. They're living their life. Yeah, they're going to focus on that later. You've got people who are at a point of life where that's what their primary focus is, is building for the future. Or, you know, they've got a family. They, you know, they have a wife or a husband. They have kids. You know, they're, they're, they're building for the future. And, um... A lot of times what you'll um what 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 people will say and what I've honestly said too is that the best thing that you can do for yourself is surround yourself with people who want the same thing as you. Um this can end up making some pretty sad and disheartening conflicts between friends, uh, because you've got friends that aren't really interested in having kids. You've got friends that aren't interested in getting married or settling down. You know, that mean they're well into, you know, the thirties and their forties and they're still going out, they're partying, they're drinking. And that's what they do when it works for them. Um, but then you've got people on the flip side of that coin that don't really do that anymore. You know, they're, they're at, you know, they're at home during those, those hours where people are, you know, they're ball, they're bar crawling and stuff like that. So what happens when you have two or more people that are at different points of life that try to share friendship together? Oftentimes, this kind of thing happens when there's like nostalgia involved where like people are childhood friends and you know childhood or they teenage friends they you know grew up together in high school and you know they you try to keep that going 
uh, because, I mean, having longstanding friends, is it's important. You know, it's important to, you know, have people around you that, you know, they've known you for a long time. They've watched you. They've watched you grow. And they should honestly have an understanding of what you want out of life. That's not always the case, though. You will run into situations where someone will be upset with you. A friend can be upset with you because you're not living life the same way that they're used to. And it's it's something that I've experienced with some of my longstanding friends. Um, it's something that I know a lot of people have experienced. And you know, you've got these friends that are still they're doing the same thing. They're not really progressing. And that's okay. It works for them. But that's not what you're into anymore. And then they get upset with you. They start saying, you know, you backed out of the friendship or you abandoned the friendship or you're not treating the friendship with enough attention and or respect. And um, really what it is, is that it's not that that person isn't your friend anymore. You're just at a different point of life and you have you have other priorities. And this really kind of ties into what I said in the last episode, where no reason is too trivial to end any kind of relationship, whether that be a romantic partnership, a friendship, a relationship with a family member, or a working professional relationship. No reason is too small. Okay. And if there is a situation where someone is finding it too difficult to accept that you have moved on to a different point of life and that you have different priorities, if they can't accept that and they can't respect that, then they've got to go. You know, and it's that's not a bad thing. It's okay for people to drift apart. Now, am I saying that it's impossible for two people that are at different points of life to be friends? Absolutely not. That's not true at all. But it does require a decent bit of empathy that sometimes when people take things personal, it's just it's really difficult for someone to really put someone like put themselves in their friend's shoes when it comes to especially with it when it comes to kids when it comes to having kids it's really difficult because people who haven't had kids really just kind of they go well why don't you find a babysitter why don't you do this why don't you leave them with your parent like with your with their grandparents you know and that's that's like that's what they say that's what um I know a lot, I've heard a lot of my friends who have kids have heard that. And, um, you know, some people have said that to me too. It's like, well, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I got to see if all of these things line up. What are you talking about? Just get a babysitter, dude. It's not that hard. It really is. But you can't really expect them to know that. Um, you can't expect them to just like know that because they've never experienced trying to find a babysitter last minute. It doesn't always go that It does. It just doesn't always go that way. And it's not that simple. That's just one example of um, how it can be very difficult for someone to empathize in that situation. Um, but regardless, you know, as um, you know, someone who is a parent, um, my best advice is that you know do do your best to um, you know keep those friends. You know, that's you know, don't don't walk away from them entirely. Uh, but if they do start to get upset or they start to get disrespectful, make sure that you let them know, hey, listen, these are my priorities right now. That doesn't mean that you're not my friend. What it does mean is that I need to focus on this. And if they 
are unable to prioritize time with you in order to really spend time with you and to honestly get to know you again because it's it's not, and it's not that you're a different person you know you'll hear that from people too you know oh you've changed you're not the same person you know and all that stuff and it's like no i i am the same person the point of life that i am at and my behavior that coincides with it does not define me as a person i i'm still me there're just other things that i need to bring my attention to um, so, but allow, allow them the chance to really get to know your value system and allow them the chance to get to know your priorities and don't give any quarter when it comes to what your priorities are. Make sure that they understand, you know, Hey, I can't go out at a moment's notice. The invitation would be appreciated. You know, if you're thinking, you know, it's, and then I, I think that's something too, just going off on a, a quick tangent where eventually what happens are those people that give up, you know, because it, they, 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 they just, they give up and they stop inviting you to things. They stop talking to you about plans that they have because it's really it, people who don't have kids. If you, if, and when you listen to this, please Please understand from just from a father, last minute plans are so difficult, so, so difficult. You're going to deal with, oftentimes you're going to deal with one of two things. You're either going to deal with option A, which is we can't make it because we can't find a babysitter and the place that you're going to or and want us to join you at is not necessarily kid-friendly or the hours that you're looking to spend there are not kid-friendly. Or option B, if the other two things line up and the place is like it's okay for kids and you're not trying to go super late, we're going to bring our kids with us if you re- if you really want to see us. And that is something that, that that I know can agitate you. But please, again, coming from a father, don't give up on us. If you if you value our friendship and you want to show us that you value that that you value our friendship, just think just think of us. You know, sometimes, hey, you know, maybe one out of every ten times. We'll be able to find we'll be able to find that last minute babysitter. We'll be able to do that, you know, but really, really work with us and understand that if you want us to join you on these outings, you're going to need to work with us and plan in advance. If that's something that you can't do, it doesn't mean that yeah, it doesn't mean that we don't love you. It means that we're not going to be able to spend any time with you. That's all that means. That doesn't mean that we're not friends, but if that does mean that the friendship needs to end, we understand. And again, we still love you. Now, moving into the next topic here, which is the ecosystem of a conversation, because differing points of life can lead to very uncomfortable and very stressful conversations. And it's really important, like just like I mentioned just a uh, a moment ago, the how and the what, as far as is uh, as far as what's being said, is extremely important. 
because if you're if you can't adequately communicate what your feelings are or what you know what it is you're trying to say what the issue is then the conversation it's going to reach a standstill and you're just going to get frustrated so yes the words that you use and the way that you use those words are extremely important but the when and the how the 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 when and the where rather not the not the how the when and the where is extremely important too because those two components make up the overarching environment of that conversation and realistically you know it's it's going to have a gigantic effect on it one of the biggest things you'll hear is that you can't convey intention through text messages a text message that is a that that's that's one of those ways that you can you can create an overarching environment how many people have experienced this i'm sure all of you you're at work you're in the middle of doing something and someone sends you a text message and they say we need to talk later uh, or i'm really upset with you but i don't want to talk about it right now I want to talk, you know, I don't want to talk about it right now. They send that to you in a text message and then they just leave it at that. And what they've done in this sense, depending on, depending on you, um, depending on the person, what they've done to you is now they have created this giant unknown. What did I do? What's going on? Why are you upset with me? Why do we need to talk? Like there are so many unknowns and there are so many questions. It almost always leads to that conversation going extremely poorly or at the at the very least starting extremely poorly uh, because that it's either either it's the conversation really is going to be uncomfortable and now you have hyped yourself up over the entire like throughout the entire day you've hyped yourself up and now like you're you're ready for you're ready for a battle you're ready for a war and your anxiety you know a anxious anxious feelings anxiety it's through the roof you've thought of a thousand different ways that this can go and you just don't you don't know what it is you think you've thought of how many different things that you could have done to this person to make them text you in the middle of the day and go we need to talk later because i'm not happy with you that is a mistake it is always a mistake to do that does that mean that having an uncomfortable conversation through text is wrong? No, it's not wrong. Um, it's it, it's not wrong at all because people will say that you can't convey tone and intention and everything like that through text. I'm here to tell you that that is an absolute falsehood because when you you know somebody, when you've spent time around somebody in person, and you know how you know how they talk, you know how they. You know what they sound like when they're angry. You know what they sound like when they're angry. You know what they sound like when they're, you know, when they're happy, when they're sad. You know all of those things. And then also, you know what words they use when they're upset or when versus when they're upset and when they're not upset. So it's it's not wrong to have a conversation through text if that makes you if that's what you're comfortable with, because 
the people that you know, the people that know you are going to know what you're, they're going to know what you're saying. They're going to know how you're saying it. Lizzie and I have conversations all the time through text. And I'm, I'm telling you, you, you can hear what that person is saying. You can hear it in their voice as you're reading it. You're reading it in their voice. And, um, that, that's just, so that, that's, that's something that, as long as you are receptive to it, it doesn't need to be a bad thing to have a conversation through text. But also, like I said, pay attention to the when is that person at work? Have you really thought, you know, have you really thought certain things through um, as far as, you know, why you want to have the conversation, why you feel like you need to have the conversation right now? Just make sure that you are creating a good housing for that conversation because you can say the same thing you can say the exact same thing at a right time and at a wrong time same words same tone and if but if the timing is bad if the time if if the timing's bad or if the um the place is bad it's going it's going to go it's going to go wrong. It's going to go absolutely horrifically wrong. And then you're going to get mad at that person because you're like, well, I'm just trying to talk to you about this. What's going on? You know, and they're really not going to be able to communicate to you in the, in the moment. They're not going to be able to communicate it to you as far as why this is such a poor time or a poor place to have this conversation give you an example. Um, one of Lizzie's biggest downfalls, if you can even call it that, um, is that she tries to do everything by herself. Regardless of her condition, regardless of what she has going on, if there's something that needs to be done, she never considers asking for help. And... Um, her and I had like a slightly uncomfortable conversation where, and just as I mentioned before, you know, we've got this brand new house, we've got a couple of other things going on and my attention is required at home. Well, you know, and that's a decision that I made for myself is that I know the, my attention is required at home. I'm going to be here as much as possible. She will not consider my assistance until I'm kind of like right in front of her and I'm going, what are you doing? Why are you trying to do all of this on your own? What, like what's going on? And then she says, well, I don't want you to have to do this. I don't want you to have to do, to do that. And I just kind of go, I'm like, and sometimes, yes, sometimes it's very frustrating to me because, you know, I make this decision. I make this conscious decision to, do something and this 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 tick of hers this habit of hers it kind of it kind of gets in the way sometimes so i get frustrated and my what my brain goes to and this is just me being completely transparent my brain goes to as why am i making the decision to be home as much as possible you know, it, like we, you know, why, why am I making that decision if you're not going to let me be here? If you're not going to let me be here, if you're not going to let me be present for you, if you're not going to be let me be present for our family, 
why am I making the choice to just be here when there are other things that I would love to be doing? Yes, that's – and I mean that. I, I, I mean that. There are tons of things that I would love to do. But I know and I'm happy to be at home with my family, being there for my family. I had the I had a conversation with her about this afterwards. I created that environment. I created the environment so that I could explain so that I could adequately adequately explain to her, listen, this is why I get upset in those situations versus just in the moment saying that exact thing right out loud to her in the moment and going, if you're not going to let me be present for you and you're not going to let me be present for our family, why am I consciously and constantly making this decision to be home as much as possible? And she looked right at me and she went, yeah, that would have gone awful that, that I would, she would have taken, she admitted, I would have taken that so personally and I would have been so upset with you. I would not have been the only thing that I would have heard out of that was you don't want to be here. And that's what, and that's what I mean, guys, make sure you're housing your conversation properly. It'll be the difference in between you getting your point across and in in between that or the person that you're talking to just hearing the worst part of what you're trying to say. That's all I've got for today. Anybody that's listening, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. And And I'll keep harping on this. If you guys engage with me, if you talk to me about things that you want to talk about, if you want to be on my, if you want to be on the show again, I do have access to a studio. We can go, we can have a great conversation together. Um, it's never expected, but these, these, uh, recordings, these podcasts, they do get uploaded to Spotify. I would love for anybody that could find it in their heart to go right on ahead and just follow the accountability corner um, on Spotify. Again, never expected, always appreciated. I'm also going to just let you know that this podcast, my other podcast, the MMA Wrap-Up, and the Ascended Samurai Gaming Podcast are all on the BICBP network. It's a great network of local podcasts please go and check all of them out if you like live streaming content please go to twitch.tv forward slash ascendant samurai i do all of my video game streams on twitch come listen to some great music have a conversation with me i would love to have you as far as that's concerned i hope all of you have a wonderful week i'll see you next time